Hi, I'm Megha and I'm Rohit and welcome back. It's a new year and new beginnings point to change. Here at the Student Review Podcast, we want to start afresh with the coming episodes and shake things up a bit. And so, we have a very special show lined up for you on our very first collab with It Could Be Worse. What better way to start a year than with poetry to bring in and understand the very idea of change? Speaking of change, our executive producer and faculty in charge Khalik Parker is leaving and all of us at TSR podcast want to thank him for his guidance, faith and support. And now, with no further ado, we shall hand over the mics to the poetry club. We have here Roshni Yakun, Vipasha Malvika, Shelly and Swastika. Poetry club meeting. Take one. New. New year. New you. New year's resolutions. What do all these mean to you guys? I think for me, new is like nostalgia 2.0, you know, like performing gene mutation on nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say the old tailor can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> well, for me, new is basically excavating parts of yourself that already existed. Hmm. That's really interesting because um, I feel new is in the end about um, using the old to construct something different and mm-hmm. I think that's what makes new new. So we usually dedicate a time or a date to the idea of being new but uh, on a personal level I think there are these little decisions that I make on random like I decided to start listening to jazz music or maybe I watch a movie which totally changes a certain opinion I have. So for me, new is those subtle or major decisions I make which make me a newer person. So this is the poem I've written. A song is sung, a cake is baked, a baby has giggled. A thing has happened, happened because of something, happened for something. But that is not important. Have you ever seen how stroke by stroke a painting appears on an empty sheet as if the seeds were sown and the field is now green and yellow and pink? Have you seen how you take a deep breath and close your eyes before singing, like how the ocean water is calm before it breaks into another wave? Have you ever made yourself the first tea in the morning, wash the water bubble and then turn golden and bronze and brown, stronger with every leaf of tea that falls into it? Soon it's no more water. Have you ever had that moment where words suddenly start falling off your lips and you rush to put them on a paper or on your phone and you don't write? You just put what falls. Have you had that one conversation where you see something new in a person, something you like or love or dislike or hate? The clock is struck at midnight. The week starts on a Monday. The month starts from the first. When does the sun rise? When are we ready for the week to end? When do we want our month to start? A thing has happened, is happening, will happen. We start every moment. We cycle on roads of beginnings. Every thought, every coffee, every shower, every poem. Once I have begun, I will never end. That was really beautiful. And you know, surprisingly, that reminded me of Black Mirror Bandersnatch. (laughs) (laughs) Because because it just feels like, you know, for any given point of time, you, you can just press start again. Mm-hmm. And it, feel, it felt, to me, it felt like the layers of choices matter more than time itself. I really resonate with that thought as well. 
And your poem, like that part where you say, um, uh, the clock is struck at midnight, the week starts on a Monday, and when does a month start for us? I think that's so important to take note of because um, it's. I find that we're always tied down by patterns and structures. And when it comes to time, it's the Gregorian calendar, right? We all follow it. And I feel like it's always put this overwhelming amount of pressure on me to start afresh. And I sort of always liked the idea that my father has. So this year, when when before before the year began, I decided that some things are going to change. And then it's Happy New Year, Malvika, new person. And then I'm on the other side of the year. And I realized that I'm sick physically, emotionally drained. I'm crying all the time. And I remember fussing to my dad about this. And ever since I was a little kid, he always told me that, Malu, every day is a new year. And that is such an important, valuable addition to my life. And um, sometimes you got to get rid of these things that I would say we borrowed from the West because um, time and change doesn't always have to run in a very structured manner. What do you guys think of that? Like, I, I, that's something that really helped me deal with it. Hmm. Actually, um, so um, that's really interesting because um, how I look at it is that at large, structure is um, something that creates the equal uh, leveled play field for everyone to have that opportunity to experience newness because um, while um, it's absolutely um, pivotal for us to remember that every day is a new possibility but at the same time there are some people stuck in areas and places from where like in, in, like physically or mentally they're just stuck where from where they can't really come out and the um, enabling sense of structure where there's this designated date of newness is where everyone is celebrating and cherishing the idea of newness and that's what maybe propels people who otherwise wouldn't be able to experience that newness to get a chance to. So I think for me, structure is that enabling force, that comforting force at large. Right. That's actually funny because it makes sense, like, you know how there are planners made that yeah. start from Jan 1st, for example, and like, it, they're so easily available to you and it just, it, it feels like everything just facilitates the structure so well. That's true. Really, because for me, like, the feeling of something new can be really overwhelming in the sense that starting over is so incredibly romanticized, right? But hmm. it can also be really, really painful in the sense that not all of us are well-equipped to, like, begin anew on a new day every single day, or for that matter, on the 1st of January. And that's why I feel like it stems from privilege. And I think that all of us here should, like, give ourselves, like, the old ourselves, like, more credit because she's a fighter and she's a magnificent one at that. <laughs> Well, what Sherry said about excavating parts of ourselves with newness and stepping into a new space for me was something that was uh, strange for me because it was in an atmosphere that I was very comfortable with, which was college. And when we look at New Year, many of us look at forgiveness and forgetting. And for me, uh, the struggle that I've had with this entire time frame of a New Year is I plan on forgiving myself, forgiving the struggles that I have had with people, forgiving the people who have, I won't say issues or I would just say who have had uh, kind of uncanny circumstances that they faced because of me or because of one, one another. And uh, I'm going to read out this poem which talks about, you know, um, trying to forgive someone and move into a, a new yet nostalgic place once again. And it's by this author called Felicia Zamora, and it's called The Exercise of Forgiving. 
Six months ago, the measuring of whiskey left in the jug, urine on the mattress, couch cushions, the crotch of pants in wear. You watch how breath lifts a chest, how a person breathes, sick hobbies of when we must. You watch how you become illiterate at counting. Six or seven broken breathalyzers, a joke formulates in your throat and you choke back your windpipe as punchline. How many sobs in parking lots before sun lugged above horizon? The heart hammers all too familiar songs behind your ribs and these notes cut away at you. You read online how television, internet, starving children in numbers greater than three, polar bears, rainforests, light from an off direction, all desensitize the human brain's ability to empathize. You wonder how you chew the word panic in your jaws. Let meaning burrow into molars, seep in crevices between root and bone. How rot tends to the insides. You wonder now with the impatient tags, the cafeteria visits, the doctors, the psychiatrists, the when do you get to come homes, the hesitation of our bodies sharing space again. The words I have not drank today and your brain in flinch, how you excavate organs for what's left for salvage. Um, wow. <laughs> so basically, I would just like to share share with everyone why this poem hit home a little bit for me was because of the entire idea of sharing a fami familiar space, which becomes new when you try to do something new, which is try to forgive someone or forgive yourself for what has happened. So how do you deal with new and nostalgia, new and old all at the same time, is one in itself a very beautiful New Year resolution. That's what I feel. I really like that because I might be like digressing a little bit here, but it sort of makes me think about the concept of cyclical time. So like that's across mythology, obviously, where you have the Ouroboros and the whole snake eating its own tail and how that are different yugas or how everything that has happened will happen again and keeps happening again and again. But like on like a more real level, that sort of happens in all of our lives as well, right? Like aside from the construct of a year, Every, every interaction that you have with people, like all your friendships or even relationships, sort of follow a trajectory of sorts. And that's, if you actually introspect, then you can see patterns across all your relationships that way. There's like a start, there's an intense period, and then there may or may not be an ending or a conclusion of sorts. And all that should be constant throughout all this is you. So can there even be a new you? Because no matter how many cycles you go through, you're still there. So you can't really change what you've done, but only how you feel about it or make peace with it for that matter. There's this whole idea that avoidance or like a denial of the old you means a new you, but that's not really healthy or possible in most cases. So it just made me think about that. So even like you might be able to find a new you or a new place, but when you can't, you still have to make peace with the fact that things that you've done still exist, a space that you've interacted with still exists. Yeah. Just a thought. Sometimes new is like reliving an old story, but in a different way. Yeah, like I mean song remixes. I mean, think about how many <laughs> Hindi songs have been remixed this year, guys. Yeah. Well, Roshni, that's really interesting. And this is where I would like to quote something from Grey's Anatomy. And the show is based on this premise that the carrots will never stop turning. And I think that's where the idea of the cyclic being of time can come from. And delving deeper, and this is this might just be me taking a leap forward, but um, to understand the atomic being of time, we kind of understand that matter doesn't cease to be, nor is matter ever created. And I think that is from where we can 
gauge the very idea that newness is just recreated oldness and using as I like to call it the ether around us and molding it into something which it wasn't in the shape of before but now is so the same things just reappearing in a different form and that is what something that creates that newness hashtag combo dynamics <laughs> <laughs> I do agree with that it makes sense yeah. I mean I had a question for you that got me thinking do you feel like our sort of this new experience idea do you feel like newness gets recycled or do we sort of recreate it from scratch any of you like I was just wondering for me it's like a cycle in the sense that a huge part of newness comes from accepting yourself and that can only happen if you're in a like loop in the sense that you realize where you're getting at it. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of this thing that I like to call a loop of continuum but not everything I think can be in a loop of continuum. I think some things are just created and some things fall apart but what this reminds me of is the idea of impermanence because see with this new year new relationships new friends new classes and all of cumulative experience what human beings sometimes fail to understand is that uh, you know that everything that you strive for it is all temporary as as they are themselves so i think one of the better ways to understand time and love and beauty would be to uh, grasp the idea of impermanence um, this idea has obviously uh, been stated by a lot of envisionaries before me, like Buddha and Vivekananda. And I think this is one of the better ways to experience life. That is actually pretty great. Wow, that was that, that took on a bit of a philosophical turn. Uh, just to make keep things light, what do you think newness is in the everyday? Personally, for me, it's changing up the... Um, incense scent in my house it sort of starts feeling like a new place altogether what do you guys think i get what you mean because i was watching a cookery show the other day uh, i can't remember what but um they said something along the lines of indian food being something that's really standard and like the base is the same but then you throw in one different condiment and you know what condiment it is but the minute like you taste it it's something new it's like a so different deep. experience. Yep. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, so newness doesn't really have to be something revolutionary or, you know, like on a scale of grandeur. It can be like small little teeny tiny differences and that contributes as much and that makes it as new as it can be. Yep. So for me, I guess new began when I sort of decided that it was supposed to be new in the sense that I... Um, woke up one day and I just suddenly felt really different you know and I decided that like it was going to be different from now on and like Malvika said it was not at the beginning of the year but it was actually like bang mid-year right and it just felt so different so yeah that to me is new like when you suddenly feel a little different. So as I said in my poem uh, for me being new is about those tiny decisions and choices uh, we make right so these these elements are so tiny that we don't even notice it. That's why I think being new for everybody is really different and relative. And uh, yeah, that's about it. So I think for me personally, and this might come off as 
uh, you know, very trivial, but for me, this year is just about being less young and dumb and broke. <laughs> <laughs> for me, what new can also be is, you know, like, uh, this thought really just hit my head. Uh, when I go back home from college, college is what I'm at pace with, but when I go home, is the old home's standard pace, and that is much slower than what I see here or like feel here in Pune. And every time I go back home, I feel this newness around me that I've become this new person, and that's because there's no longer that tandem between my pace and the pace of my surroundings. So that can be new. I think not just like you being new or them being old or a sense of fast or slow, but just different. I think in conclusion, we aren't really concluding anything. At no point here are we saying that this is what new is, or we knew all along what new was because we don't. <laughs> <laughs> These are just possibilities, and we hope that maybe it leads to a new idea for you of what is the new. Cool. That. <sighs> so how do you guys feel about it? Uh, it it could be worse. <laughs>